Encuentra en The Home Depot nuestros mejores ahorros de temporada en almacenaje seleccionado, hecho para ti. Obtén cajas resistentes HDX para proteger tus herramientas o almacenar tu equipo deportivo con su tapa reforzada con cierres y un diseño apilable para conservar tus decoraciones navideñas, como series de luces y estos muchachos. Ahorra más con hasta 25% menos en almacenaje seleccionado por Internet en The Home Depot. Haces más, logras más. Uh, not again. Feeling like you might freak out. Try Guaranteed Ride Home from Commuter Connections. If you ride share to work, you're eligible for a couple of free rides home each year, guaranteed. Why freak out about getting home in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime? Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. From the studios of Fox 5 in Washington, D.C., you are on the hill. Tom Fitzgerald here with you, and we thank you, as always, for spending time with us on our On the Hill podcast. Ann Wheeler is the new elect, newly elected Democratic incoming chairwoman of the Prince William County Board of Supervisors, and she's kind enough to join us this time on the Hill. Thank you for having me, Tom. Chair-elect, Glad to be here. Congratulations on, on your election. And to orient people, because we do have people that listen that are outside mm-hmm. of the D.C. area and around the world... Prince William County is a suburb of of Washington, D.C., in the Commonwealth of Virginia, which for years has been traditionally governed uh, by not only Republicans, but conservative Republicans. Uh, The election this past Tuesday sweeps Democrats into the majority, and the chair-elect Ann Wheeler um, is going to be replacing uh, one of the most conservative uh, Republicans in the state, uh, outgoing chairman uh, Corey Stewart. Um, what do you make of the attention that your election has gotten? Because you didn't run against Corey Stewart, but at the same time, you were running against his policies. I was. I was. I was really running on. But at, what I did is I ran a positive campaign. Um, we really focused on the issues that people wanted to talk about, like schools, transportation, economic development, and we didn't have a lot of rhetoric. And um, we just didn't have a lot of rhetoric. We didn't try to move the voters by divisive politics Um, and that's sort of how we've been existing in Prince William County for a while and I think that resonated with people they were just glad that we could just talk about the things that really matter like the school system one of the things that's interesting about you as a political figure is that you you haven't been a career politician Tell people about your background. You came out of a of kind of a different place where most politicians do. Well, you know, I um, you know, I, I had a career in the energy industry, and then when I moved to Prince William County, uh, I stayed home to raise my children, and so I just got involved in the community at various levels. You know, it starts off, you know, small with the uh, HOAs and um, some other small boards or boundary committees, and and then I uh, was on the Novec board for 14 years, which was a wonderful experience. Our local electric cooperative, great company, uh, to sit on the board for, um, and then I was on the board of social services for five years and that was inside the county it was an administrative board and I was chair of the last two so I learned about the county and the budget processes and also what were the priorities of the county one of the things people have wondered about your election and the Democrats election is you know everybody tries to peel back the onion after mm-hmm. an election day and you know, maybe you know make conclusions that maybe are or not there so what did you see was the deciding factor is, is Prince William County remained as is 
and voters there have just decided now it's time for a change? Mm -hmm. Or have has the population of the county itself changed? You know, we've seen this in, in other surrounding counties and in Loudoun and Fairfax, uh, you know, Loudoun especially mimicked uh, politically uh, Prince William County in some respects. And it's now a democratic county is that what happened in Prince well, you know, William County? I think Prince William County has been a democratic county for a while now just not at the local level um, you know if you look at Obama's election even in 2008 where was his last stop on his election it I was, was there that day. it yeah. was great in Prince William County and so it's been a democratic county for a while it's just we haven't made the inroads locally um, partially because people weren't paying attention to local to local politics and so 2015 was a, uh, a Republican win locally but um, it was more because people didn't vote. You had some really interesting things to say the morning after your, your election. And I had asked you that day about, um, you know, broader, in, in a broader sense, what your election and what your fellow Democrats election meant in a broader sense across the country. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, because on the podcast, we can, you know, talk <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 well, a little more broadly. Yeah. I didn't expect you to answer the question. Because a lot of times when I ask a, a local or a county politician qu that question, they'll say, no, 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 I want to talk about schools, I want mm -hmm. to talk about roads. Like, they, they don't want to go there. Are the you, immigration question. Yeah, about well, that? not only or that, but just Trumpism in general. Mm -hmm. yeah. You went there and you, you said something that was very interesting. You said you thought that Prince William County could be an example to other jurisdictions, not only across the Commonwealth, but across the country, of how you can go through uh, these policies and then come out on the other side mm -hmm. and decide that they did not work for right. you a, a, as a, as a, as a, a locality. Uh, and that, that Trumpism may have started there, but it was going to end there mm -hmm. as, as well too. Ah, come on. Feeling like you might freak out? Try guaranteed ride home from commuter connections. If you ride share to work, you are eligible to receive a couple of free rides home each year, guaranteed. Why freak out about getting home in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime? Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. So if we go with the idea that the county has, you know, gone down this road, where does that leave you now on the other side? You have a reputation across the country mm -hmm. as being a place that's hostile to immigrants. Uh, you now have a sheriff who still participates in the 287G program mm -hmm. uh, in regards to federal government. So what's your next step, your step forward now? You know, I, I don't look at it as, as the county is hostile to immigrants. We have a huge immigrant po population living in Prince William County. Almost 25% of our population is, is foreign-born. Mm -hmm. So, But is there a collateral reputation there when you've had Corey Stewart in that job for, well, and Corey, for so long? And Corey is leaving, you yeah. know, and I think a lot of that rhetoric is going. What, what we really want to do across the board, no pun intended, is change yeah. the tone yeah. um, and be welcoming. I mean, we love our immigrant populations. They're hardworking, taxpayers you know, um, many of them citizens uh, or green card holders who are working and living in our county. And so the fact that 
I, it's hard for me to believe that we're we're perceived that negatively across the ca- across the country when so many people are moving here. You know, and that's what I always say. I wanted to you know use Prince William County as an example, just my little corner of the world mm-hmm. of how well you we can do it and work together and be an inclusive society, uh, welcoming um, and diverse because we are very diverse. I saw it the other night, the night of your mm-hmm. press conference. There was a, uh, a, a was a zoning board, yes, meeting. Um, a planning board, but yes, planning yeah. board uh, meeting re- regarding uh, a mosque, mm-hmm. and just um, filled uh, with with people who I didn't see there 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a real change, and you see it rolling down the streets of, of Prince William County. Mm-hmm. The economic development that is underway, the uh, construction that's mm-hmm. underway. All the cranes. I love the cranes. It's booming. <laughs> it, it's yeah. booming. So. That's a problem a lot of people would want to have. Mm-hmm. You, you want to have people coming in. Yep. You want activity. You don't want people moving. Lord knows there's places in this country where that's happening, and right. it's not good economically. Mm-hmm. But that creates some demands on, on you now mm-hmm. in, in government. So what are you looking at when you see the growth that's gonna? this is going to create in schools and also on your transportation system. Well, and so we've seen that growth for a while now, and I think that's what the election was somewhat about. Um, we haven't kept up with the schools that we needed to and you know an an educated highly educated hard-working electorate wants good schools you know and we have a good curriculum but we have we have some of the largest class sizes and so um, and and some of the lowest paid teachers in the region and so those messages they know how important education is you talked about that the other day that there was instances and you know this this happens in other school systems that you're losing teachers Mm -hmm. you're losing teachers because the teacher can go to a neighboring Right. school district and make more money right. and, at the and, end and of the clog d- the roads on the way there by right, the way so, right. there, so it's a it's a traffic issue so like you know everybody likes to say yeah our teachers are, are very very important and they are mm-hmm. and you know we want the best schools and, and you do but paying for it mm-hmm. is, is, is tough mm-hmm. sometimes so what are you looking at what are you thinking about uh, as far as addressing that real need mm-hmm. of boosting your education system and boosting the salaries of these teachers to retain good teachers, but at the same time not putting too much of a burden on your taxpayers that you reverse the economic progress. Right, especially because it's residential taxpayers yeah. who have borne the burden. That's another issue in our county because we don't have the commercial development to, to for the tax base. It's been on the, the backs of the property owners. Um, you know, I always say budgets are about priorities, and we really have to, if we want to give more money to the school system, we have to make that a priority. And the new board coming in is going to do that. Um, it, you know, it may take a while to get them on par, the teacher salaries on par with the region, but we might as well start working there. Even if it takes five, ten years, it doesn't matter. We want to work toward that. Um, we'll, in, you know, we may invest in building schools with the capital instead of uh, roads and, and hope that we can rely more on the states for roads. Let's talk about roads for a minute mm. because, you know, there's a lot of people who live in Prince William County mm-hmm. who work in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through, e- through either commuter bus lines or now I know some people avail them themselves to ferry services Mm -hmm. that are available as well getting to work um, for a lot of folks is an enormously stressful proposition you want Prince William County to be an attractive place for people to live and to raise their families right Um, what are you thinking about that's gestating right now in your head as far as ways to improve access for commuters who live in Prince William County but may work in the district. 
You know, and some of them are long-term solutions, but we have to start them now. You know, one is we talk about looking at at least studying the blue line to Woodbridge. You know, that, that would be a major, you know, alleviate traffic on 95. And if we don't ever study, it'll never happen. So we're going to begin by studying that. And we have support um, at a federal and state level to do that. And so at least we can begin to look at that. Um, there is the uh, issue of VRE, expanding VRE, which now has a bottleneck with the Long Bridge, as everyone knows. And, and getting in and being a regional player and supporting the expansion of the Long Bridge so it can take more VRE capacity. Um, gosh, it'd be great to have a bi-directional service someday out of <laughs> Prince right. William County, but at least we can have more, you know, right now. now it's one way. It's one way in the morning yeah, and one yeah. way in the afternoon, but having more cars, you know, they're almost limited at this point, even if we wanted to expand it for the number of cars. I guess the, the, the difficulty, mm -hmm. and I've, you know, uh, you were talking on the television program earlier that Republicans and Democrats in your county do tend to talk about the same thing, and this was mm -hmm. the conversation I had had with your, uh, your your previous chairman, uh, Mr. Stewart, about how to address this issue of transportation. And you can't build your roadways out of this no. thing at some point. You have to come up with more creative ways Right, and, to go and about some of it, that you know. is, you know, we, we have made great strides. Um, kudos to the people of the OmniRide people for putting uh, an enormous number of commuter buses in place over the last 10 years, enormous number. Um, that has been at the uh, expense of the local service, I believe, because yeah. they focus more on commuters. I um, mean, you know, we've built those large commuter lots. There's another one going in off of 66. So when uh, 66 has the HOT lane, we'll have you know, not quite BRT, bus rapid transit, but we mm -hmm. will have buses being able to go up and down those those uh, yeah, toll lanes, the HOT lines. Um, you know, and so buses is one way out. It, it's hard to it, it just it say, oh, we want to extend Metro down 66. That's mm -hmm. not, that probably won't happen, you know, until after something else. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also, you know, it's, it's also the strategy of, can we get the jobs in Prince William County um, that so mm -hmm. people aren't commuting as far. You know, right now they're, they are going a long way or up to Dulles, uh, the Dulles yeah. area for jobs. And so how do we get the jobs in Prince William County? So it's not only, you know, fixing the roads and some of the, the transit options, but also bringing more uh, work uh, right to Prince William County. And it's going to take time. On election night, when you realized uh, you won, what was your reaction at that moment? Um, because, you know, so many people, I remember being in the newsroom here, said, wow, things have, things have changed in Prince William County. Um, obviously, you know, you were able to garner a lot of support mm -hmm. by Democrats, but you probably had some Republicans vote for you as well. So yeah. wh where does that leave you with the people you know, who maybe either didn't vote for you mm -hmm. or are Republicans who maybe crossed the line and did vote for you. Well, you know, it, it, it makes me believe that, that our message was a good one. You know, I, um, I was surprised that in the end I there were seven magisterial districts and I carried every single one, um, which, which tells me that people want to invest in schools um, and they're ready for that and that they want to look at the transportation economic development. And they don't mind someone who might be a little boring as chair not be in the news, and that's okay, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and they're welcoming I that. don't think you're boring. Well, yeah. I, you know, I'd like to be a little boring, actually, okay. going forward. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and so that just told me that, that I was on the right track. You know, the mm -hmm. local politics is fairly nonpartisan. Um, unless people want to make it so. And these are all just about local solutions. And I've been around the county a long time, and I think I can work on them pretty effectively. Uh, you're joining uh, the board as, as board chair, mm -hmm. and uh, up in Fairfax County, Sharon Bolova is, yes. is leaving. So uh, we did have this uh, moment uh, that um, a lot of the Northern Virginia chairmanships were held uh, by women. Mm -hmm. um, 
talk about that for a moment. Um, there was a time in this country where uh, women in these kinds of executive positions were a rarity. Mm. It's not a rarity anymore. The incoming speaker of the House of mm -hmm. Delegates will be a woman. Yep. The uh, incoming majority leader yep. will be a woman as well, too. Is, is there still a message to be sent to the larger political world mm -hmm. about the role, not only today, but moving forward of women in politics? You know, I, I think women in general, I think there's still a, a message there. I don't consider myself radical about anything, but I do consider myself a radical feminist. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been being an engineer and being in business um, before I moved to Prince William County. Uh, being a woman is, is still difficult, and I have two daughters. Um, who are uh, 19 and 21, and I see that the parity for women still does not exist. Um, and so I think people just need to start looking at why isn't everything 50-50? You know, 50% of the population is women. We should hold 50% of the, the positions, whether they're in politics or in business. Mm -hmm. um, you know, women have a lot to offer. And, that's not, and I don't think it's good too far one way or the other. I think it's the mix of people that make a difference. And... and uh, you know, I, I never really thought of myself too much as a feminist woman politician, but I'm glad that we can bring perhaps a more even-keeled uh, presence to the board. And that's, you know, I think sometimes women offer that. All right. Ann Wheeler is the new chair-elect of the Ooh. Prince William County Board of Supervisors, and she was kind enough to join us on the On the Hill podcast okay. this time. Well, thank you. Chair, we appreciate you. Th well, thank you for having me. Okay. It's great. And we thank you, as always, for spending part of your day with us. I'm Tom Fitzgerald from the studios of Fox 5 in Washington, D.C. You have been on the Hill. We'll talk to you next time. Ven a JCPenney y termina tus compras navideñas con brillantes descuentos como hasta 70% en joyería después del cupón. Además, tenemos velas, mantas suavecitas y más desde $7.99 y miles de doorbusters en marcas como Adidas, Champion, Disney y Carters. Recoge tu pedido el mismo día. Es rápido y gratis. Estará listo en dos horas o menos hasta las 3 p.m. en Nochebuena. JCPenney, celebraciones que valen la pena. Ofertas válidas hasta el 24 de diciembre en selección de estilos. Aplican exclusiones. Doorbusters excluyen de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com.